Hello everybody, welcome back to Untitled and Unfocused. I am Tyler, that is Raymond. How are we doing today, Raven? I think we're doing fine, are we doing good? Yeah, yeah, good day. Um, so we got some shows as always, episode 7 of everything. Um, I thought for the most part these were pretty good. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of advancing the story, not you know not so much like backstory or stuff like that. Are you remembering what shows we did? <laughs> no, I'm looking at what the your notes just to uh, kind of remember because it's gotcha. just, okay. All right, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, now these were good episodes. I like them. These these were. Pretty impactful, to say the most. Mm. Well, we're in that that like back half. Well, I guess not for. I guess only a few of them, because there's a few that are longer than one season. But so let's think about it. Okay, so like further in the universe, Iron Blooded Orphans, Rakugo, even Nomad. I think it's all like technically they all go into like twelve. Even though, like, some of those do have double seasons after that. Mm. Was Summertime 12 or 24? That's 24. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so speaking of which place further in the universe, episode 7. Uh, they're finally on the ship. Finally happened. Halfway through. <laughs> We're here. We haven't left yet. We haven't left. <laughs> We're close. Ne- next episode for sure will be us leaving. Um, yeah, yeah. I like, you know, I like them getting on the ship. I like the, uh, the like, impending doom that they kind of had this episode where they were really excited at the beginning and then some stuff started to come out, like, you know, them, like, vibing off of the other crewmates and they're like... They felt the bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, like, what's what's going on here? And it's like, oh, you realize that, oh, this is a purely, like, civilian trip. So they don't have nearly as many people as they usually do. Even, like, when they went to go get food, uh, the, like, store guy was like, oh, yeah, this is is nothing. We usually come in, you know, people with expeditions usually come in with crates of stuff. They usually get, like, a lot more than what you're getting. And so just, like, there's a lot of little things that place doubt on Mm -hmm. on our main crew's minds. They learn that this is the second time they're doing this expedition, and the first time did not go as planned. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is kind of why though this whole second trip is happening. Um, I like that they made a point to be like, yeah, everyone that was on that first trip signed up for this second trip. Like their lives are different. Some of them may not even like fully want to be here, but they're all. They're all determined. Here. Yeah, they're all here. They're they're ready to go. That was a bit funny as well in that scene where there was like there no one got married. It's all like everyone got divorced, everyone got bald, <laughs> everyone's older. Yeah. It's, it's like all kind of like it's like negative, like it's like yeah. kind of, it's like <laughs> They were just looking around like what what is this? This is the opposite <laughs> of a like, pep talk. We all actually became big losers over the past three years. Sorry <laughs> to break it to you. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
they even focused on that one girl that we assume was calling like her boyfriend or her husband or something <laughs> and was like um no no it, i mean I, I think she said i think she even said like i don't even really want to go she was like crying mm-hmm. but again like that just shows that they're all here they're ready to give it up because you know m- most likely because of what happened with uh shrasi's mom and all that we don't even know if she's dead it looks yeah. like she's dead or she's missing yeah they're definitely i feel like insinuating that she's dead mm-hmm. she might not be she might be missing i suppose i don't know you know i feel like the the last place you'd want to go missing is antarctica <laughs> you know and like probably going to die <laughs> yeah yeah like i don't imagine she's like it, it, I would be shocked if episode 10 or something, she's like in an igloo, <laughs> just like chilling, you know, like she's probably dead, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like the way that the one lady was talking, she was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to go see the sky. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's their kind of setup for this trip being more, um, in memoriam of her and saying like we have to do this trip for her yeah they're like inheriting her wish <laughs> right yeah exactly mm-hmm. um just like her daughter is which brings me to an, another favorite scene of mine uh it's like the last one where they're all introducing themselves and it goes great mm-hmm. right they all introduce themselves as, as you would and then shirasi does and she's super nervous which i feel like was kind of set up throughout the episode with her doing her fake uh like news reporter stuff but then this mm-hmm. one kind of pushes her over the edge and she gives a very uh very kind of erratic but super passionate like speech about why she's here and her mom and like the whole crowd gets pumped up and everything i thought that was a really nice way to end the episode just again show how much everyone how much hard work everyone's putting in um and it's not all just like doom and gloom. Once again, showing that Hinata is the uh, anchor and the straight man for the group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, what are you, what are you doing? This, this, this is your moment. You gotta, you know. Pushes you are her the up, most... and it's like, yeah. She's the most. Um, uh... She she's the straight man for the group, the level-headed one. Yeah. Well, she's also like, kind of like already knows what she wants. The other ones are still younger than her. Well, they're all like about the same age, except for the for Yuzuki, right? Yuzuki. But she's like, she's already done high school. She's like, I just need to do this so I can go do college later. Mm. <laughs> you know, she's she's already got it all planned out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And another example of that is when they were being ninjas and trying <laughs> to gather information. They were all like being sneaky, like comically sneaky, and she was just in the back with her like with her arms up and she she's like this is stupid why are we doing this she's just going for the vibe yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah that's pretty much it i'm just really excited for them to leave be nice to you know for them to get finally get there um you know what kind of kind of trouble they're going to run into uh with like the ship you know because we do know they have some training but they're obviously the most like passenger type people on the on the whole ship yeah that's good and uh, i do like that they also want to set up like the observatory there even if it's just like a civilian one mm-hmm. 
like so then other people can come down and use it it doesn't have to be just a again like the idea of them mirroring what the japan uh, camp is doing to be like hey you can kind of get a smaller experience of what that would be like here right and anyone can <laughs> yeah no that's yeah yeah that's great i mean again that's that kind of goes in line with just the trip in general right is that they're like well we're not really we're not like an official thing we're just a bunch of regular people trying to go to antarctica um so for them doing that it's like hey other people can come here and have a good time and you know we're trying to make it possible so uh yeah next episode should be good see them on the ship doing stuff probably getting some more hijinks because because none of them apparently know their way around the ship they have no idea where they did, they're they going. repeated the same gag and i, I loved it the second time even <laughs> it was it's still funny it was, it was still funny it was yeah. just it was, it was still good yeah i, I like it dude. it's it's uh and again, they're not afraid to show like, hey, there's like problems. Again, I like it. Like they're like expanding. The girls are kind of past what their problems are right now. Mm-hmm. They may come back again in the future, but for like right now, they're like, okay, they're let's get going. Right. They want to see them get to Antarctica. Then there's gonna be other problems from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I'm all mixing together. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Next we have. Mobile Suit Gundam, IBO episode seven. Um, this was another, you know, another big space battle. Kind of got cut short for like story reasons, right? But still cool, still really fun to watch. Um, them going against what was it? Was it Turban, right? Kind of fighting them. I'm just, I'm just looking at your notes right now. Yeah. Why? What's it's, it? it's okay. Because like I can tell, like you're watching this dub, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah. Oh. I'm watching this up. <laughs> oh, I like spelled like turban wrong or something. Is that what happened? Dude. Oh, uh, uh, turban is so stupid. It's literally just turbine or turban. Oh, turban. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. It, it's such yeah, a stupid. Spell. No way I would know uh, that. Like, the way you had it was how I thought it was before they actually showed <laughs> what their name was gotcha i legit thought it was that that's why i'm looking at it like you somehow knew that's what i was thinking every time they brought it up <laughs> like turban i was like they just put turbine that's such a lame name that's not, that's what i'm thinking the entire stupid. time stupid like like if, if they had what you put there that's so much better i'm like oh yeah turban yeah yeah so for everyone that can't see my notes which is everyone but ray um i spelled it t-e-r-b-i-n so which is boy. uh I feel like phonetically correct. <laughs> it looks nicer. Yeah. Than turbine. <laughs> it looks more like like a proper noun rather than just an object, you know. Um, no, this episode was great. You're right. Yeah. Um, some highlights for me. I like them in the beginning, kind of negotiating, and again we see that theme of like them getting treated as kids because they are, but. Mm-hmm other adults trying to take advantage of them and then being like no like you have your morals that's fine but we have ours and we're not just gonna get sucked up into your business and then and and then the dude was like oh but you have a lot of people so we might split you up 
and they're just like, no, we're not. Why? Why would we do that? Everything we've done so far, why would we? I, I do like that they were like, if you let us get to Earth and do this, we'll happily join you and split up if that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they're all about their mission, right? Like even Biscuit yeah. was like, we can come to some some agreement. We can do that, and they're like, why? Why would I listen to some some spoiled kids? It's like, all right, man, why? Listen, why do we even Biscuit's have this? <laughs> what happened? Biscuit once again showing like how good he is. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it was a good idea, right? Like, you know, like you said, they they like have that's their mission. A delicious name. Oh man, that was good. <laughs> Someone had to call him out. Yeah, I think it was uh, <laughs> been the episodes. woman that was uh that got in the, the mobile suit afterwards. Yeah. Um. So. And then they have their fight, right? I like uh. I like Mikazuki and the girl fighting because it seemed like they were both getting like really into it. Um, they were like a good match for each other. Like you're saying this, okay? I'm not gonna lie, like there was some big sexual tension happening there. Because <laughs> at least in the sub, I don't know what's happening here. Because sure, the girl sure. was like, we're approaching our, our I'm approaching my climax at okay. one point. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember exact quotes, but yeah, she, she, she yeah. especially was the one that she was, was getting that. into it in the fight. Like she was really, and then the way like Mikazuchi's like, like they're kind of like on there. That's like what you see in like anime, like though not this, like other anime, and then they started like making out ferociously. Except mm-hmm. she's not like that. Probably she just like is like a battle fiend. <laughs> well, she's definitely like the fan service character because even in the beginning. Uh-huh. When we introduced her character, toes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was she was definitely introduced as like, okay, we have we have a character like this now, which we haven't. I mean, because the show isn't really that kind of show. Tarantino right? was taking notes as he saw this episode. <laughs> he gets interviewed. He's like, "What is Tarantino? Do you watch anime? Oh boy, do I." <laughs> Here's my favorite. Every episodes. anime just has bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> One close up of feet in every anime. That's the rule. Um, okay. No, you um, so like yeah, the fight was good. Yeah. They had the smoke screen tactic. They had the missile specifically blow up and then go past them mm-hmm. to try to gain extra momentum in the fight. Were but, you like, uh, were you on the edge of your seat? Because I was. Because I was like, they're really gonna ram them. Like they're, they're they just don't they, care. They, 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 they just turn like slightly just yeah. to dodge them. Like that. <laughs> I was like, and then and, they, and then it cuts oh, to. I uh, thought they were gonna ram too, but it's like. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, uh, they're they're going for it. They're, they're um, savages. I mean, of course. And then it cuts to uh, the like leader's face, and and he's just like shocked. He's like bewildered. He's like, they really just did that to us. Great. He, he he he's a good character. You can uh, at least him and then the, the the other girl who's in the mech, who's mm-hmm. with him all the time. Yep. She they they're both in the opening, so we kind of already knew they're important characters going yeah. into it. So seeing how they are, it's pretty good. And another fun thing I like to notice in this episode is that we don't see Orga for most of it in the back half. That's true. Yeah, we pretty much just see him in the beginning when he's like negotiating or whatever. He leaves the commander chair relinquishes that and then we never see him for the rest of the episode until the very end where he's like all right guys chill out we've come to an agreement and we, mm-hmm. we don't know what that is because we they didn't tell so, us i want to assume that orga did something during the smoke screen he may have boarded them 
Which makes sense because doesn't um, doesn't like Turban ship? There's like there, you know, there's like a message that's like we've been boarded or something. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they say. It's, I'm pretty sure they say yeah, the word like boarded. That, I, mm-hmm. I don't know when, and I don't know what they were talking about specifically. Maybe they were just talking about like uh, like their their other ship that was coming towards them or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. But that would make sense that he's like doing some sneaky stuff, right? Yeah, most of Turban, he's fighting with Maruba as well. He's like, you made them do the uh, Lana system uh, surgery. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's already kind of upset with Maruba, but he doesn't like like him already. He's right. thinking about his head. So the pieces are being put together. I think it may be clear that going forward, hopefully next episode we'll see Turban working with Tekadon. At least to the voyage to Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that would make mm-hmm. sense, right? Like. You know, it seems like they're good. Um, they do. I mean, we talked about it, I think, last episode, too. Um, they definitely need to align themselves with somebody. You know, they can't, they can't make it do, all the way They can't fix the Galactic Federation. That's gone. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, so it's you know, the mafia it is. <laughs> Space yeah. mafia. The, the lesser of two evils. Um, but yeah. So. I think I'm excited to see what Orga was doing in the back half. If they can show that next episode, that'd be kind of interesting. I think they or maybe have to. obviously maybe they're not going to show the full thing, but they're going to show like the small piece that actually happened. That's important. It's like he was prepping all for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just like how they used the smoke screen with the ship, mm-hmm. he himself was using a very similar tactic of like, oh, mm-hmm. pay attention to the fighting. I'm going to be over here, actually getting stuff done, because you guys aren't even going to be paying attention to me. Um, also like a small moment, but it was with the girl, don't know her name, and then, uh, Fidelia, the, like, potatoes flying everywhere. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> she... Oh, especially when they, like, started to fight, the potatoes just came up, and she's like, no, <laughs> give me a couple minutes, I'm trying to cook. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I mean, put the pot away. They gave no time, it was like, the sirens blaring, it's like, alright, battle stations, and the potatoes are flying everywhere, and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I love that they use the potatoes to weigh down the helmets. Yeah. And then they're they're like, we're just not going to wear the helmet. We're just going to carry the potatoes in them. Yeah. (laughs) We need it. Potatoes very important. Very important. Also, Kudeli has really long hair. I did not realize how long the hair was until we saw that. I was like, that hair is gigantic. (laughs) Yeah. Ridiculous. Very. Some Rapunzel level hair. Yeah. Very anime. All the way down to like her ankles. It's like, this is. What do you think about that? Where it's like, how do you? I can imagine having hair that long. That'd I've be seen heavy, right? Of times. It would be heavy. Yeah. You'd have like insane neck strength. <laughs> it's it's like thick a one neck. piece level neck, one piece level neck strength. Yeah. It's like I only do neck day because I have to. Every day is neck day. Um, when I wake up, it simply becomes that. <laughs> I actually invented that day. It's all because of me. It's good. Um, next, we got Summertime Rendering, Episode 7. Um, this one was cool. I feel Another like this good one, episode. Great episode. I feel like this is, you know, like. On the surface, I feel like Megalobox is my favorite 
but just below mm -hmm. the surface, I feel like summertime rendering is right there. I think um, it's like a summertime as well because it's gonna have a longer runtime. We're gonna we real. may end up liking it more yeah. as it goes on. Megalobox, we can feed off like at least season one, and with Nomad, it looks like it's going good. Mm. We're in good trajectory, but, yeah. If summertime rendering keeps up, duty, it can be one of the ones that we can put on the nice like uh, Raymond approved list. Ooh, seal okay. of approval. Yeah, seal of approval. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Bring it back. It's been a while. I haven't given out seals recently. <laughs> I feel like this episode explains a lot about Hizuru's character. You know, because she, she's kind of weird. She's kind of done some weird stuff in the first six episodes. And so mm -hmm. them being like... I, I, I still don't fully understand it because to me, it seems like kind of like a split personality thing. But then like the old man was like, well, it's not exactly what it is. So like, she, she basically manifested her own brother as another personality for herself. So it's not even split. She's like hitting like a... It's a partially split, but it's also like schizophrenia to some point or some mm -hmm. degree. Or like multiple... What is it? Multiple yeah. personality disorder? Yeah. Like, that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like she's manifested her brother into her. I mean, there's other ones like other stuff that's done that, obviously. You know, like point A classic, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. Um... I forget which one that's like uh the Bates Hotel, what's the one with that? Bates Hotel. Is that no never mind. I don't know. I forget what the actual one's called. The because like it's a movie or whatever. Not the Bates Motel, but like that's like the guy who's there. Like he basically his mother died and he's like he has his mother as a, another personality right. in him. Yeah. But you know Fight. what I'm saying. Like Fight Club. it's it's been done before. What? Fight Club. Fight Club. Fight Club also does it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been done, but it's an interesting way they've done it here. So like the brother died, he was strangled by a shadow. Yep. Not cop. Like it's weird. So like, so the strang the shadow strangled them. They're not trying to copy them. They're trying just to kill them straight up. Right. <laughs> Which I think makes sense with her character especially because she has way too much knowledge on how shadows work it's mm -hmm. like we just like you just deserve to die in our eyes <laughs> we don't we mm -hmm. don't need to copy we, we don't need we we just want you gone <laughs> you are a thorn in our side so the brother also was strangled <laughs> right we don't so, even know what the brother did that's true we, she doesn't even know what the brother did so or maybe she learned later but it hasn't said anything about it. Yeah. Maybe. Right now, we don't have any idea. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, she developed that as a personality. And in the end, she, like, just kind of punched herself in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I think is a... Yeah. I think that is cool with the whole, like, multiple personality thing, whatever, where... It's not like... You know, because I feel like other stories have done it where the two kind of switch between each other and they don't really have like memories of the other one <laughs> whereas with this it's more so on the side of it's just almost like both of them are present at the same time you know for her to be able to like hit the brother because of what the brother just said because um you know picture sure the brother was like oh she's scared of whatever um <laughs> you know you know talk about like shimpe being a fan and all that stuff and she's like, oh, I'm not scared of anything. We better get that straight. <laughs> um, and kind of explaining the 
It's like they do have like the memories locked up just a little bit though. Like, like I guess like she kind of split it in a way where like um, Ryunosuke is like specifically targeted for killing and identifying shadows. Mm-hmm. Like, like in like split seconds, he's kind of cracked. <laughs> yeah. And Hizuru is like more analytical about it, and she'll play like her slow game and plan stuff out mm-hmm. accordingly. <laughs> I don't know if they even mentioned this, but um, if not, do you think that they like before the incident with like the shadows and stuff, do you think they were already like researching shadows and like learning about them and like maybe they were partners or something, which is why they know so much about this? Or do you think they came into that later? I don't know, man. It's kind of tough to say right now. Yeah. One of the things that never answered. The old man's also a character. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, the old man. What about him? He's, he's just he's just another character, you know. He's like he, it's like you know, he's he's got his own thing going on. Sure, sure, sure. It's like, he's dropping his own little knowledge bombs. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, like, he... he can't shoot a nail gun for his life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, he missed the physical, but he, but he hit the shadow, right? Only after a tackle to the ground. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. 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 Yeah. That's a, yeah, good point there. That's a good point. Um, one thing I didn't understand, and I felt like they explained it in a much more like complicated way, was when when he did the the nail gun. He was like, oh yeah, gotta, gotta hit him, gotta nail him down with three points of contact so that they can't get away. And in my mind, I was like, okay, he has the leg. Now he has to do two other limbs. But I guess that's not true. I guess just three nails is fine. <laughs> because in my mind, three points of contact was like leg, arm, leg or something. Not just okay, three no, nails in the leg. That you're like, yeah, they gotta hit different points. Yeah. And he's like, nah, I just gotta hit him. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, that was a really good scene, too, with the Shadow Girl and and, and uh, Shinpei kind of talking back and forth to each other about, like, did you kill Ushio? And she's like, ha ha ha. She's <laughs> like, I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> yeah, um, I did it. What are you gonna do about it? Who's to say? Who, who's to say who killed him? <laughs> um, I do like more like the mystery coming up about what their goals are because Shinpei almost acting like the audience, being like, "Where do you? Why are you here? You just you just come here and kill people. That's it. That that's your goal." And then and then she kind of revive mother. He kind of forgot that one already. What? Well, it's more about the mother, right? Oh, about like the, the like mother of shadows is that what you mean yeah 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 um sure i feel like in universe there's there's a lot going on <laughs> you know? there's a lot going on i can understand why it would be something to avoid mm-hmm. like he's, he's a bit flustered he's got the emotions up in him well, he wants to find out what happened to ushio he didn't see the mother though no no it was only mentioned no one saw the mother Okay. Everything's just being talked about. Gotcha. Nothing here is actually. It's all riddles, basically. We're the ones making notes. <laughs> That's true. 
He doesn't have any notes he's keeping. He's just trying to keep everything in his head because he can't really make notes. That's what he does. <laughs> um, she did say something about uh, there being a timeline of the summer, summertime rendering, mm-hmm. um, which is what? also interesting because are we going to get out? Okay. You, you know, because we talk about the whole like time loop thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do we know how much time is left in the summer? <laughs> is there like a lot of time? Is it like June or is it we like August? We can go back and see like when the first episode was. And I think it has a date. It probably does. On the first yeah. episode, I think they dropped the date. Like it starts on. Because mm. this is still the first or second day, right? This is the first day. We, we still have, this is just the night of the first day. Okay. Because I mean, at that point, they have all summer. Which is a lot of time. Versus like if it was like August 4th. It's like, oh man, we got a few weeks. <laughs> till summer's over, you know. And then something big is happening. She doesn't say what it is, but she's like, what did you say? We're all, we're all, the whole family's coming home. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. That sounds bad. Well, that sounds bad, yeah. Where's home? Cool. Uh, and the killer, which is great. She was annoying. And then uh, at the very end, they they hit us with the cliffhanger. Uh, Ushio was there. And in this timeline, uh, this is the first time they're seeing Ushio, right? Because this is... Yeah. This is separate from when they start at the festival. Yeah. Mm. Um, So there's more questions there, right? About, like, how she found him and... Because there's no previous timeline where she did that. Um, but then even Shinpei in this scene, talking to himself about how like certain things in the timeline are changing. You know, how like Mio didn't cook in any previous timeline. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's a thing. Yeah, too. he was wondering whether it was a shadow. He's like, Mio doesn't cook. <laughs> but, <laughs> <there's a> cook. <laughs> um, what have they done? <laughs> And the worst of it all, <laughs> Mio's it's cooking bad. now. <laughs> I gotta fix this timeline. I gotta, it's only we gotta go back. I gotta change something real quick. Uh, but I mean, they like they like totally bait us in that scene though, because it opens up. It's like dark. She's got a knife, got like a weird expression on her face, you know. It's like, okay, alright, we, we, we see what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that one. Uh, like I said, you know, with this being a longer series, there's a lot more, like, uh, you know, a lot more to be put in to all these episodes. Um, you know, a lot more we're going to see with, like, you know, just, like, a lot more time to develop the story, I guess. So... Just, and like especially with the way it's kind of set up we can explore a lot of different characters too like this yeah. loop could just be the Hazuru loop that's true <laughs> yeah yeah it could be different ones um because yeah I mean there's like a whole history right and even the shadows are taking over other people so there's, there's a lot of possibilities there <laughs> 
<laughs> like they're sending ground rules for shadows, even though we don't know whether how true they could be. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like ground rules, but in the in the eyes of um, <laughs> of Izuru, because she's kind of the most like experienced, I guess. Like that's right. So like, like shadows don't like when you step on their shadow. Can they survive a shadow being stepped on? Mm. I assume so because like it takes the mallet to kill them with like a heavy blow. Yeah. Or like a chomps to stab into them, right? Where the shadow is. So right. maybe there's a shadow that can just like live by being stepped on. It doesn't like it, obviously, but it takes the pain, holds on to it. You know, it doesn't really give itself away. <laughs> like the long con type of shadow. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like they just avoid it just simply because the shadow is their actual body, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, you wouldn't want someone to step on your foot you'd probably just instinctively move your foot if someone were just about to step on it i feel like it's the same thing yeah no i like what you're saying it's like it's like a legitimate well they're kind of integrating themselves into society a little bit right it's like a long con thing mm -hmm. i would be surprised if we saw one just kind of lurking that didn't act like a normal shadow <laughs> what what say that again I wouldn't be surprised if we saw one that wasn't acting like a normal shadow. How you'd expect them to act. Like, uh, like Ushio? Yeah, well, another one like Ushio. Ushio's, like, pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically not a shadow. <laughs> pretty much not a shadow. Yeah. It's just Ushio, actually. That's my mistake. It's, it's literally just Ushio. Um, okay. And next we have Nana, episode 7. The Nanas are back. They're meeting. It's like... it's like You thought two... this was the recap episode at the beginning? Yo, I mean, some stuff was recapped, and I was like, alright. <laughs> it's, it's good. We got it. half an. Episode. It's okay. Let's be honest. But we got half an episode. Yeah, and I mean the, that stuff was still important, right? I mean we still kind of mm -hmm. needed the the lead in and all that. We got a little, you know, some more details here and there. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I like how uh, how concerned all of her friends were, because I feel mm -hmm. like in real life that's how you would probably be too, right? Like, you're just moving in with someone random. It's like a different. A whole different city you literally don't know this person you know it's not a situation where people put up an ad you know how like uh like college kids will be like ah mm -hmm. we're roommates we're trying to rent out a house we need a bunch of roommates very different than that even know? for work i know some people were like renting together sure sure because sure. it's cheaper than just like finding a house or a place by yourself they're like yeah we can smoke this but then with this it's like you met this girl once on a train for like a couple hours <laughs> to be fair though like one of them did talk for those couple hours right. quite one, a bit. okay so that other girl knows everything about you and you know nothing about her <laughs> <laughs> It's even so worse. So the fact that she still said yes. So she's, she's basically saying, 
Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> it's like you're not that bad. I'm like, you're fine. You're okay. You sounded like you were good. <laughs> so one person's opinion is already set as in a, in a normal light. So this just leaves the other Nana to be like head empty. <laughs> I can't wait until this sh this show turns into like a like a mystery thriller where the one Nana murders the other one. <laughs> That's what I said was gonna happen. Are you spoiling it? Uh, <laughs> um, and they they kind of set this up very obviously, you know. But I still like it where you know they are very different. But then when all the friends come in, you see how similar they are. Where it's like <laughs> Junko treats her Nana the same way that that dude treats his nana like they're both idiots <laughs> and they're both like impulsive and they're they're just dumb <laughs> you know it's like oh um, it's like call the guy for the gas he's gonna get it set up it's like oh we should have some tea it's like stove can't go on if you don't get gas you gotta call the gas guy <laughs> <laughs> what why don't you call the gas guys like, okay i guess i'll guess i'll call this is a gas guy's coming tomorrow be there for him <laughs> no gas so stupid <laughs> handed out the business card like we know he's a lawyer yeah, we're like ah yeah. oh, yeah character shock happens they're like this guy's a lawyer insane mm -hmm. wild the shenanigans they both make them bow down and like the art style changes they're like yeah take yeah. care of these two yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm very sorry for nana and she and he's like i'm also very sorry for nana <laughs> The boyfriend is freaking out. He's like, I can't stand hearing two Nanas. He's yeah. hearing Nana too much. He just can't Breaking handle his it. his brain. Um, yeah. um, <clears throat> Shoji, the boyfriend, he also, uh, he sent the, like, like, text message to Junko instead of Nana. So that kind of caused a lot more confusion. Or like Nana for the first third of the episode was freaking out. Going to her crazy conclusions, right? Of like, he's cheating on her. And he's just like, no, what do you mean? I told you I was going to be late. Like, she came up with the name for him. Yeah. And then the name was like Happy Child when it was translated. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, does that mean I'm not happy? <laughs> it's like, you are, you are making all this up. It's like, um... You probably didn't watch it, but I assume you saw the memes from the the Michael Jordan documentary. The that you don't do you know what I'm talking about at all? The thing that happened like a year what, what, ago. What's the meme? I think I know. Okay, well, probably the most popular meme is so I took that personally. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. So, um, one of the things that came out of that doc was, um, he would he would make things up to like <laughs> to like make him a better player so like for the longest time we thought like fans or whatever thought that they're during this one game um on an opposing team of his one of the teammate one you know one of the other team players or whatever um was like talking trash or like saying some very specific stuff about michael jordan until michael jordan was like 
well, that makes me mad. And then it like fueled his anger and like made him a better player that game and made him win the game or whatever, right? And then in the doc, it came out that he just made that up. Like he told himself <laughs> that that dude was trash talking him. So like he like in, he like incepted himself <laughs> to make him a better player. And it was like most highly functional uh, cognitive basketball player. It's like this man is psychotic. <laughs> and so, and so yeah, that was like a big thing because like that I I forget the player, but like that instance in particular is like pretty famous in like his history or whatever. And for it to come out, and then and, and then even that guy, I think they they like got that guy on the dock, and he was like, yeah, I I never said that. <laughs> I never said that to him. <laughs> and then it, and then it cuts to MJ, and he's like, yeah, so. Here's what happened. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so the reason I bring that up is because that's very similar to Nana in this situation where she's just making all this stuff up and she brings it up multiple times. And then even Shoji is like, who is this person? Who is this person you keep bringing up? I don't know a person with this name. And then, yeah. Was it like know, Shiroko or whatever? Yeah, Shiroko or something like that. I don't know. Um, it was a wonderful grab. Yeah. Then he texts. Um, he sent the text to Junko, and then she looks at it and she's like, "She's just like, this is what I gotta see." Yeah. So, um, they didn't translate that. What did What did the text say? Did it say something special at the end? He said, "We're gonna have lots of sex when I come home." <laughs> Is that really what it said, or are you? Are you Something along me? those lines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which actually. So Junko reading it, she's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which does make sense because she did have that expression. She was like, ah, and then she she said something. I don't remember. But yeah, that that yeah. That, that does make sense actually. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm I'm late. I'm working at the office. Uh, we're gonna have last when I come home. And then so she sees the method, and she's like, she she knows the safe for her, and she's like. <laughs> I don't need to see this. <laughs> so, I didn't oh, want to know. <laughs> I want to die now. <laughs> She's like, I already saw her earlier today. I didn't need this image in my head. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I like, I really like the characters in the show. I think they're all very distinct, but like they're all very supportive of each other. I and like they're them. normal human beings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're not like super caricatures. I mean, you know, they have their like anime moments, I guess, but for the most mm -hmm. part, they're all like grounded. Yeah. That's good. The praise for Nana coming in. Um, I'm excited for next episode, though. I feel like this is. This episode was like the big transition, right? And I feel like hopefully next episode is when it starts more of like the real adventures of the two Nanas living together and. All that stuff. Did she call her a vendor when she pulled out the <laughs> her suitcase and it was just all clothes? Oh she's yeah. Like, you these? <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, "Well, that's a lot of clothes." <laughs> and I'm like, I, I love the way that she had like a little scarf wrapped around her head. She just kept it on the entire like like day for that episode. I was like, "That's just gonna be her look for this episode. That's fine by me. I don't care." Mm -hmm. It's full commit. I thought she would have took it off when she stayed in, went inside, but no, she just she just commits to it. I'm like, All right, I thought that was just what you wear because it's cold out. <laughs> it's not what I got. 
Yeah, then even the one Nana was like, yeah, she like only has her leather jacket. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are, you two are very different from each other. It's like, I only have the leather jacket because I try to look hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta look cool. It's gonna be like though. Uh... Speaking of looking cool, you gotta look cool for Rakugo at a fabric store. Dude. Picking up your, your quality... Quality fabrics. Yeah, there's a lot of fabric there. Quite a, a bit. A lot of good stuff. Um, I don't understand why he just doesn't want a new thing. <laughs> new new clothes. Like, come on. Just just get new clothes, you know? Mm-hmm. You're always rocking the, like, black. You know? Try it. Try a different color. Why not? There's are people out here saying that you look homeless. <laughs> I don't feel like we that. know who it is. We know who's saying those things. Okay, well, we we know who it is, but <laughs> you can't prove it. Every, it? Everyone's love, saying it. It's so good though. Like it opens up, they get the, they go to like the 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 uh, public bath, trash talk the the one teacher. Mm-hmm. Then he looks back and then he sees the teacher and he's like, I gotta go, I can't be here right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm actually over my, my hangover, so I'm just gonna meet you later. <laughs> I, I gotta bounce, get it later. And then their their master is like he he you know, he talks to Bond and he's like, Why don't you take a nice long bath? <laughs> I got some things to tell you about real quick. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because it's not only Shin that's getting in trouble for like bailing and like not you so know. he's covering so it's like <laughs> yeah he's he's covering for him yeah um i really like how bond gets picked for the tour and not shin mm-hmm. i feel like that's a very important moment in their relationship mm-hmm. um because obviously, up until this point, especially from Bond's perspective, Shin has always been better. He's always been better at performances, all that stuff. And so for Bond to get picked for this is like, oh, he, he's, he's good. You know, and, and, and he's actually getting better, where I feel like Shin... It's very classic. If you ever watch Naruto, right? You know how <clears throat> Naruto and Sasuke, right? They had their little rivalry in the beginning right and sasuke was always better because he just had like pure talent he just kind of came out and was like killing it right but then eventually the water tanks the water tanks was like the best moment yeah exactly (laughs) and that i feel like that is very similar to this episode where it's like oh you can't just ride on talent anymore you actually have to work hard Mm -hmm. and i mean i mean he did work hard if we you know we saw some backstory of him but Still, like, you know, he, Uchiha, he has all that stuff, right? So, so you know, stuff like that, that's very similar to Bon and Shin, where Shin just has this natural charisma um, that's kind of gotten him up until this point. But Bon had none of that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Doesn't have a lot of knowledge just with people and, like, social stuff in general. He's climbing up the ladder. Bon still is acting under his master. He still hasn't... Like, Shin at least has that independence. Or, uh, you know? Where he can at least be like, these are the what I want to perform. Bon is still asking, he's like, what should I perform next? But the master doesn't want to see that. He kind of brushes that question to the side. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he needs to realize now that he's on the same level. I don't know if it's hit him yet in this episode or not. And Shin even brings it up to him where he's like, we can go on a tour together and kind of just like own it. The yeah. two of us. <laughs> and even, he, he actually gets doubly excited when he hears that he's going on a tour of Master. He's like, when you come back, you'll be even more popular and we'll sell this show like crazy. Yeah, I mean, which one I think is true. I think them together mm -hmm. would be a very interesting dynamic. Um, yeah, he, you know, even to your point about him not knowing, it's like, yeah, I mean, when, when the master was like, I want you to come with me, and he was like, you want me and not Shin? Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, dude, I want, like, are you not able to step outside yourself and at least see that you're not garbage at this? You know, like, you are like, good. Uh, it's a couple of weeks have passed, dude, you're big now. <laughs> yeah, you're big time. You're what we call <laughs> the Japanese yeah. Tom Cruise, you know what I mean? Big time. Okay. We don't talk about the Scientology stuff, but other than that, big time. Saved, Tom Cruise saved the movie theaters. You know, I'll be really good. Tom Cruise, even if he's a Scientologist, he may be one of the most weirdly charismatic people of all time. Because every time I'm like, I'm still down to watch a Tom Cruise movie, he just knows how to act. That's true, yeah. It doesn't It doesn't come out in his movies at all, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. It's like, it's like even in interviews, he stays pretty like, you know, he keeps it to the side, doesn't talk about it. Really, it's not something that you know you know when you see him like oh yeah he's in Scientology but you're not like wow when you see him actually like man that's Tom Cruise you're not thinking yeah he's the famous Scientologist <laughs> you're like ah he's uh he's doing his thing jumping out of planes or like uh running along a airplane runway or oh he's on this train that's gonna crash mm -hmm. you know I get what I'm saying right yeah no I got you how many Mission Impossible movies have you seen all of them. Are you, are you serious? Except for the new one. I haven't seen the new one. I'd love to see the new one. Looks great. I, I, one thing I don't understand about that is that... So it's it's Dead Reckoning Part 1. We're assuming there's a Part 2. Maybe a Part mm -hmm. 3. Maybe he goes crazy. Maybe he goes Vin Diesel on us and he pulls a three-parter. I don't know. But then he was in an interview recently and he was like, I want to keep making these movies until I die. And it's like... <laughs> but you've never done like a part one part two of a movie usually that means the end right like you know i feel like harry potter was like the first one to do it where it's like ooh, deathly hollows part one part two because it's the end so for him to be like till i die it's like so there's gonna be movies past dead reckoning but they're split up into multiple parts why not just call them something I different i don't know man i know for the seventh Harry Potter. I know it was a bigger book, so they're like, okay, we'll split the book. We'll have the war in the back half. Sure, but that's like in like four to one in the first. That's half. stupid because wasn't um, wasn't a Goblet of Fire like a huge book too, like way the bigger. Fire is huge. Yeah, they did cut a lot in Goblet of Fire though. To be sure, fair, sure, yeah, exactly. A lot of good stuff, monsters. Like like stuff that like I care about, not that other people care about. Like, I mean, I think I care about the Newt stuff going on and then, like, uh, getting, like, freedom for the goblins. They also cut a lot of stuff in Half-Blood Prince, right? A lot of, like, really good stuff good. that people are really upset about. Half-Blood Prince and Order of the Phoenix, they got a lot of cut stuff. But, I mean, like, definitely for the first three books, they did not cut as much. 
And the same with the movies, you know. They, they, they right, yeah, because I feel like there's there's been stories about, I don't know how many books, maybe it was just the first one, I remember, but I definitely remember there being stories about how, like, they just, like, used, like, book one as the script. Like, book one was the script for the movie. They didn't write a script. I mean, they did cut Peeves, but Peeves is, like, barely in the books. Sure. He's interesting. Like, I, I understand that if they had to cut a ghost, they could cut Peeves. Even though he does have some stuff that is tangentially related, but never actually doing stuff. He's just, like, a comedic effect character. So we're... We're readers... Would, would would that be fair to say, Ray? Yeah, Both of us I, think I, think um, I know it's, it's like a, you know, almost like a meme at this point. But has there ever been? Have you ever watched a movie that was on par or better than the book? Holes. Okay. See, I wasn't expecting an answer. I wasn't <laughs> expecting an answer at all. Let alone a home run answer. Okay. Hold the holes movie. <laughs> is so good <laughs> it matches the book it can't be as good as the book but it matches it's, it's pretty close it 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 almost captures the same essence and it does a really good job of like stanley yelnats dude um that was that was good you know what you got me you got you win i i, I was that's the an one answer. thing that just came to because uh, i was thinking about it for like this past week or whatever i'm like almost really matches the book yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. Obviously, some stuff are cut, but I mean, like, come on. They don't cut anything too important, or like, it's like mostly extra stuff. Everything is like mm. cut pretty well. And... How well. So, now going into the future, right? Mm-hmm. How well do you think the Percy Jackson series is going to match the books? Because apparently they're I doing... I think he's going to modernize it. I think some of the stuff they did in the movie, I'm going to be honest, some of the stuff they did in the movie was good. Like, I think the phone changes were good. The click pen is kind of cool. You know, like, there's, like, little tiny stuff that you're like, yeah, that's still kind of keeping the heart of it. The casino change was pretty amazing. You know, honestly, the whole pen thing, I know people got upset about that. I never understood how it worked in the books. Well, because, like, like, you kind of... I don't understand how you cap the pen. That's exactly. The thing to... Yeah, because well, like in in my mind, I'm like, how big is the sword? Because like swords mm-hmm. are usually pretty big. Like, does he have to like like bring the cap? <laughs> you or know maybe I mean? when he pulls the cap out, you know, or maybe like it's a sheet. So when he sheets the sword, it comes like goes well, back and goes. Well, no, no, no. Because my memory is not great, mm-hmm. but my memory remembers. The sword existing and him having to take the cap out and put the cap on the tip of the sword and then it turns into a pen, pen which to me never made sense because i was like if it was a knife that would make more because it's like boop but like a sword mm-hmm. like like swords are what like i like a, a couple feet they're big like two to three feet you know you got like a... you know how annoying that would be every time to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly like that like so, so like the pen i was like okay click pen's good or like even like a twist pen? Come on. Twist pen, <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I have I have high hopes. Not necessarily high expectations, but high hopes for that series. It's, I mean, it's not Jordan's movies. really trying to because he's he's kinda jaded after the first one. The first two. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So if he if he's happy with how they did it, then that's gonna be a sign that it's going good. Mm-hmm. And then he wants it to, it's gonna be a TV series now, right? Not like a movie. 
TV series, and apparently, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but I feel like it's been talked about. It's going to be a season per book, so we're going to get five seasons. That's big. And then, like, we get to pick up characters that, like, you know, like, we missed the entire Clarice and Ares thing happening in the books. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't get to see that happen in the movie. Right. I like, I, I, you've seen the movie at least, like, once or twice, so I think uh, you kind of... Yeah remember like that that entire plot line is like cut from the movies entirely mm-hmm. we don't really get to see much luke either he's like barely and in luke it luke is a huge character in like the entire he's huge. series and like they don't have him do as much as he like should have been doing <laughs> yeah you need a strong luke for that for like you know to keep it going and even clarice has to be a sort of strong character as well she has to be a kid that you look at and you're like, you hate her, but then you gotta be like, she's got some. Po- she's either like, I hate her, but she's right. You gotta have that. Yeah, type I of hate character. her, but she's right, and I hate that she's you right. Got, you gotta have that character be Clarice. So Clarice has to pull that same attitude, like, come on. <laughs> and then for her to get like redeemed in the way she does, mm-hmm. right? Um, very cool. Very cool stuff. And obviously, like, the god characters, some of them have to be stronger. Like, Ares has to be a really strong character. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be coming back frequently. Dionysus has to be strong. Like, just, like, enough where you can see him be serious, but most of the time he has to be, like, chill. <laughs> the guys of chill. Um something that pops up every now and again right we're talking about adaptations we have the last avatar netflix show right it's happening still mm-hmm. um one casting choice that i've completely come around on in a negative way um i feel like people always say oh man when they cast well okay so there's two people i feel like it's like the boulder but then a more accurate one would be the other guy with like the exploding forehead you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I don't know his name Dory's like dude we should get you should get Dwayne Johnson for that That's it's perfect casting and I feel like I don't like that anymore because I feel like they would cast The Rock for that and he would just be The Rock and I'm like that's not who that character is you know it's like for both of those like one he would never take them because he can't lose that's true mm-hmm. yeah he can't lose mm-hmm. yeah so he would never take it. Um, but the boulder, yeah, it was based on like obviously his persona of the the, the rock when he was like doing wrestling. No, I I disagree. I or, feel but like, like it's more flashy though. What happened? Was it? It's not like when the rock was like, was he serious? How was he doing it? No, no, no. So my disagreement was gonna be, I feel like the boulder is more similar to like Randy Savage okay. than the rock. Right, like the whole like macho man, like oh yeah, stuff like you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the cream I, rises I, to the top. <laughs> I see Randy Savage more in the bowl than I do the rock. Cause like the rock I've was got like for three minutes, three yeah. minutes of playtime. <laughs> and then he has that like super like, um, these like super like pro uh, like like gender equality or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, did you did your mom knit, like sew that for you? She's like, hey man. <laughs> What you, it's like, what you, did your boyfriend make that for you? Oh, your boyfriend, yeah, yeah, boyfriend. Did your boyfriend make that for you? Say, hey, man, what? If I if I was gay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. the The Rock for me is a is an actor that I just 
I'm just over at this point. There used to be, like, obviously an early in his career when he was doing, like, the more, like, chill roles. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Tooth Fairy. That's honestly it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Or, like, I... get, was he in Get Smart? I thought he was. Could be wrong on that. Was he in what? Get Smart. Get Smart. Was that the one with, um... No, no. I think, wasn't that the Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart movie? It may have been. I don't think a the lot Rock of people were in that, that movie. <laughs> My whole thing though is that, you know, I used to be a big defender of The Rock early on because they were like, oh, he plays the same character in every movie. And I feel like as it's gone on, I feel like he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, did Dwayne Rock in the uh, this movie? He was in it. Okay. So I can't be stopped. I got good. You have The Rock knowledge. That's what you're known for. Yeah, no, no, it was a fun movie okay but like you know like i feel like he stopped doing these movies eventually at a certain point <laughs> i mean we're talking about tom cruise i feel like the rock wants to be tom cruise very bad you know tom cruise is okay losing <laughs> that's true <laughs> he's okay coming in second place but like the, the the difference between him and tom cruise to me is that he just like like they both kind of play this like the same character and everything they're both like action stars but mm -hmm. the rock i feel like he has a very specific sense of humor that he insists on injecting into every movie he's in and it's not that it's not funny but it's like you don't have to do that <laughs> you know whereas tom cruise just kind of does his stuff you know Okay, like obviously, you know, like the mummy returns, the scorpion king. But to be fair, he was kind of winning in that movie the entire time. Like the game plan? Come on, dude. I've seen the game plan like three times. That was like a big, like, school movie. I feel like I watched that in school like a couple times. <laughs> Forgot he was in the Doom movie. He would also want you to forget that he was in the Doom movie. He like actively hates talking he about that like role. It, yeah, but Carl Urban kills it though. So I mean, what's a what's a Carl Urban? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, really, yeah, like you can definitely see like post like 2011. As soon basically as soon as he got Fast and Furious, like it's like all right, now we're gonna go. It's here. Cause like 2010, he was in The Other Guys. Again, another like funny like buddy cop movie, even though he was cameoing in it. Come on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, dude, we're going hard now. Like, he still does his buddy action comedies, but like, you know, I think he's taking himself a bit more seriously now. It's just like too sterile. Like, Hobbs and Shaw was like, the, you watch Hobbs and Shaw, and then you're like, like, Hobbs and Shaw are the same character. Yeah. Like, Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson both can't lose any fights. And they're both, like, quippy, you know? Yeah. It's like... A... Actually, has Jason Statham lost fights? Probably in some movies. I don't know, it's been a while. 
Also, what's up with like? It's for Hollywood, really, right? Like, why you can't lose fights because you want to stay a leading man? No, that's just like, that's just their own egos. Because they they don't want to be seen. If The Rocks lost a fight in a movie, Hollywood wouldn't be like, ah, we can't cast him in movies anymore. He's mm-hmm. he's not good. <laughs> it's like no, it's just it's just his own ego. He he, he doesn't want to be seen in like this blockbuster movie losing just because he doesn't want to. I'm looking at like Jason Statham again. Like he's done fun movies still. Like the Meg. Meg is like a fun movie. Sure. And they're gonna have the new one that's coming out. Yeah. Meg. The, the new Expendables movies happening. I had no idea Fifty was in this movie. Everyone is in those movies. <laughs> it's actually called Expend Forbles. That's disgusting. They just replaced the A with a four. Of course they did. Sylvester Stallone says literally, like, I'm not doing any more Expendable movies. So this is just <laughs> the last one. You'll never see me in these again. He's like 90 years old. There's a little bit more fun stuff. Just do more fun movies. I don't know, man. Hmm. Like, I hate to say it, look at Brad Pitt. Just do fun movies. Yep. Don't care what you're doing. Be in an episode of Dave that gets really weird. <laughs> Hey, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Be in a weird episode of NCIS because you can. <laughs> yeah. And take the terrorism war for the brief moment you're in that movie. For that episode. It's so weird. What is this, dude? 2020? Because he was, apparently, it was the uh, Pearl Harbor episode. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's like, it's like, yeah, I was on, he's like, that was in the harbor. Uh. He was in the haunting hour. R.L. Stein? Dude, Christopher Lloyd does not care. Put him in everything. He's gonna be in the Knuckles TV show? <laughs> it's a big day for you. Dude, I didn't even know they were making a Knuckles TV show. Yeah. Idris album, man. Paramount Plus is going to get so much of my money. Yeah? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> you going to give Paramount, Paramount money for Knuckles? Aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. They should give me money. What are you? <laughs> oh, that's right. Christopher Lloyd's gonna be in the uh, the Talking Mongoose movie. Ah, uh, yes, that one. It's called Nandor Fodor and the Talking Mongoose. Mm, mm. Simon Pegg, the uh, main character. Mm. 
out they came out with a spirit Halloween movie. They did, yeah. That did happen. Like he's just he's just making movies, dude. Too much. There's too much here. I'm going to do I gotta stop myself. Uh, watch Food Fight, everyone. Okay. Well, we still have um, Megalobox. Megalobox. Nomad. Nomad. Um, I like this. This, uh, you know, I feel like this makes a lot of sense, right? And introduce this idea of ooh new boxer influenced by Joe and Yuri's fight. Now he wants mm -hmm. to fight. Um, He's chasing know. shadows. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was cool. I like when they did spar, and you know, it seemed like it was it was productive for both of them. Yeah, Lou, Lou thinks the entire time he's like, oh, yeah, I'm better than them. You know, like at least at the start of the fight. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you know, when Joe's against the line, it's when he has, it's when Joe comes out. Mm -hmm. Gearless Joe, you know, you gotta put him against the corner. It's like big Joe moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like losing the fight with Yuri the entire time. Takes off the gear. It's a different story. <laughs> I do like when, um, when the people on the side they kind of saw that right well there's a mm -hmm. moment where like joe flipped and i was like oh mm -hmm. joe is getting into it mm -hmm. interesting um i feel like this is what he needs you know like the first half of this season we've seen just joe be awful to himself um you know he needs a purpose you know something productive and so for him to like for lou to find him i suppose um i feel like, you know i feel like this is good I don't know where it's going to lead to, but it's good. It's, it's good for him. Well, at least we get to see, like, so the matches between Lou and I forget the other guy's name, the other boxer. Mac. Mac. So, like, they're both here. I think it's like, do we know Mac from, like, season one? I don't know, because they, okay, so my initial answer would be no, because they gave us a whole backstory about Mac. But then at the very end, Joe like looks at Mac and it like zooms in to give us the to give us the impression that like Joe knows Mac. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know this character. <laughs> I mean I know him from the backstory in this same episode, but I don't I, I don't know if you guys have history. If you do, I don't remember it. I don't even know if it happened. Um but yeah, the the very end shot of this episode does give the impression that that Joe knows him, or knows of him at the very least. If you rewatch the season one, try to skim just to see if he was in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Or just wait till or next week. I'm sure next week yeah. we'll we'll get that answer. Well, he looked at him, he glared, and he smiled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, there's like he was trying to figure there. out who he was, and he's like, "Oh, that's who he is." Right. So maybe they faced each other. 
at some point. Maybe he's kissing him. He's like, that's like that's Joe, Big Joe. <laughs> ah, yes, his nickname, Big. Nah, Big Joe. It's a little guy. Why to call him Big Joe? Big Joe. <laughs> so that's that's the humor. You just don't understand comedy. Was it this episode? We also get like basically everyone telling Sachio off a little bit. Like you're yeah. told him not to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which again, man, I feel like they are gonna move to the point where they kind of come around to Joe. I don't think they should necessarily like all the way forgive what Joe did, but I think there's there's like somewhere in the middle that that they can meet and understand why Joe was doing what he was doing. Yeah, but if you like the way you can see it, we can see like we can see Joe's perspective. We can tell like obviously he values Sachio a lot, right? So he doesn't want to hurt him. So he's like, I'm just not gonna do anything here. I'm just gonna leave and go. <laughs> And like, even that moment last episode, where mm-hmm. one of the kids, I don't know, was like, oh, he thinks that he can just come back and be for, you know, like, make up for everything he's done. It's like, well, mm-hmm. no. Like, I honestly don't think Joe thinks that. I don't think Joe thinks that he deserves any of their forgiveness. But, uh, you know, I think he still cares about them. And he would like some sort of relationship with them, some sort of working relationship to be like, hey, we're we're like still kind of family, and it sucks what happened, but we can move on, you know. And we have to remember that they're still like kind of kids, you know, like they're not like five years old or whatever, like they used to. They be, only like, but, like literally five years just passed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So like they're all still like, kids, you know. And he's only interacting really with the older ones. Like the younger ones are all like like an orphanage or whatever mm-hmm. or like at school I mean even like Sacho like Sacho's not like 30 you know it's not like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a grown adult that, that you're trying to you know like he's he's still like 16 or 17 or something yeah, like that. he's like still mm-hmm. a child you know so again I'm not mad at them for thinking the way they do but I don't think I I don't think they should just like block him off and say no we we refuse all the goodwill that he showed you know like i i just don't i just don't think it's fair to think of joe as this like traitor of after all they've been through to be like oh joe was actually a bad person the whole time it's just not true even it's like we even knows that like the fight he got recently wasn't even him it wasn't he wasn't even fighting joe he understands that mm-hmm. and like he has a little a little I like the little quote he has where he's like, you and Yuri, you know, you guys fought your peak and you guys feel satisfied. How can I feel satisfied after that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going down... <laughs> going down a very similar path, I guess. <laughs> You're, like, chasing that high, right? <laughs> like, Lou's just looking for someone to rival him, really. Someone who can match him. Yeah, and Joe works especially good because that was like what birthed his love for mm-hmm. boxing and wanted him to really be like a champion. And now Joe's here, and he fought him not at like a hundred percent, both like physically mm-hmm. and mentally. So he's like, no, 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 that is not going to be my interaction with this man. I'm going to get more out of it. 
It's like, you're going to train me now. <laughs> you're going to train me. And, and Joe's like, listen, kid, I've already been through this with someone else. <laughs> me training you doesn't work well. <laughs> so, yeah. Got any kids? <laughs> family? They're going to die. So, like, we got to. Any kids? Anyone Joe trains with dies. Add yeah. to the, the truth of the matter. Train with Nando, dead. Train with Chief, dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's. History. 100% casualty rate. History tends to repeat itself. You got a target on your back now. Did one change? It's over. You're already on the list. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't want that. Um, who do you think is going to win the fight? Lou and Mac. Dude, honestly, I'd love if Mac won. Yeah. Kind of like... You know, put like a nice bow tie on on his story, his like mm-hmm. comeback story. Yeah, I would love a Mac one, especially when they described how he was boxing originally. He's like, he's like, yeah, I just got angry every time I boxed, so I just lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just became easy to read or whatever, you know. I feel like that. Then they did the surgery on him, and they're like, "Yep, this pretty much fixes it." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. give you new life. I feel like that would also very nicely set up a training arc for Lou, right? For him to lose mm-hmm. this match, and then that kind give of role. Give him a little rocky treatment. Yeah, exactly. Um, we have plenty of episodes to do it, too. We're just about halfway, so... Yeah. There's a lot of, like, five or six episodes left, right? Uh... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. An amount. I don't know. Some number. Build a gym, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's that. That's definitely gonna be like the end goal for his, for like Joe's character. By by the end mm-hmm. of the series, he's gonna ha- have the gym built. That's gonna like symbolize, you know, him him coming back from everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it for me for Nomad. Um, we can say the gym kind of parallels Joe a bit. Yeah. So as he builds up the gym, he's getting better. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like to see it, right? Um, you know, Joe. I mean, again, like that's why I really liked him sparring with Lou because this this was the first time we've seen him in a ring, like looking like he's having fun. Rather than like, just surviving. Before, yeah. But like, we haven't seen him like enjoy the fight this much. He was more fighting to to feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Like, it it's was like a punishment for him to do it. Yeah. Like, he felt he was atoning in the ring. It's like uh, in the Dark Knight when the Joker wants Batman to hit him on the motorcycle. <laughs> and then Batman chickens out the last second. And crashes his motorcycle. Hit me! Hit me! I I want you to do it. It's like, alright, okay. Freak. Um, Yeah, 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 but no, that's good. I like, uh, build himself back up. Very, very classic story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
just a very different story going into it. I thought we would be seeing a lot of Chief, and then he just died. So now, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I did too. I thought I thought we we're gonna ride that a little longer, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe him come up, and then the boxing world get like more mm -hmm. official. Uh, you know, like a you know, it's like second wind. But then he died. And honestly, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they gave his gear too insane. That's free gear there. Yo. <laughs> that is crazy. He's still holding on to it. He's not using it because it's Joe. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I, I refuse. Don't you understand? This is my thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I use gear, what do I have in this world? Him using gear as Nomad. Yeah. That's different though. Yeah. No, 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 you guys don't understand. Joe and Nomad, different people. Like he was trying to physically separate himself from Joe. Mm -hmm. That's why he's so disheveled and not cleaned up. He's like, I'm a different person now. Can't be Joe. I mean, I mean back in those days, they also might not have even let him fight mm -hmm. without gear on. Be like, no, those, no, those are the rules. You, you, you have to. Also, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he didn't want to be recognized as Joe. Yeah, that's that's true as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, another the the second man in history to not use gear. What a coincidence. Man, he's man. You could fight Joe. You're like pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I don't think we've ever seen you and Joe in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws a smoke bomb and leaves. But like he, but like. It's still super obvious. <laughs> he leaves, but then he boards onto an enemy ship. Oh no. It stops him off from fighting. It works every time. Uh, so yeah. I feel like all these episodes, very good. And also, for the most part, setting up very good next episodes. Strong episode sevens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Anything else you got for me, Ray? Kind of tangent low this week. That's fine. <laughs> got no big tangents. Um, I can. Uh, Hollow Live came out with their third generation for EN. Okay. For any of the VTuber fanatics out there, that's a thing. Mm hmm. Unless you hate Hollow Eyes, in which case that's not your cup of tea. That's it. It's info to drop, really. Mm -hmm. I don't sponsor any channels on here. The only channel you should watch is Tiger Tea. Okay. <laughs> but if you were to watch them, I wouldn't but say if... no. <laughs> I'm not sponsored, but if you know, if you, got if you the were time, to watch them, though, and if you want to use my promo code Raymond, Raymond got you here. If you would like drop like a bunch of gift memberships while I'm in the stream so I can get a chance of getting one, that would be kind of cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> like, you don't have to, though. Just, you know, like, just message me when you're going to gift the membership so I can be on at that time. Make sure you gift like 500 of them. So I, I can just...
pretty good chance of me getting one. Yeah, 500, pretty good amount. I'd say, you know, not a lot. 500. <laughs> How much is 500 gift memberships? Not like a, like over a thousand dollars. You're fine. Don't worry about that. Can't believe this is what it's come to, right? What are you talking about? You becoming a shell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did say I uh, only watch out of Tiger T, uh, only ever. Uh... <laughs> um. <laughs> what type of flavor is Tiger T? What does it taste like? Does it taste like Tiger? Or what's I, the connotation? Doing, I, I, I refuse. <laughs> How is Tiger TV? I need to know the questions. I'm not yes ending this. In my mind. I'm not doing it. You're not? It's, no. it's a tiger T. Mm -hmm. I was the teammate. How you ruined this? Are you boiling tigers alive? Yes. It's draining. They're usually squishing them. Mm -hmm. You know how in like, Looney Tunes, when they would cook bugs in like, in like the, the like comically large pot... Yeah, you're doing that with tigers, and then you're like, yeah. draining it. Yeah. You're giving them like a like it's basically a big hot tub, and they're just like chilling yeah. in it. They're chilling. They're having a good time. Little do they know. Are you eating the tigers, or no. are you just like okay? Not, so there's there's I'm, they're having. I'm a not a freak, Ray. I'm just making tea. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Grind their bones into jelly and. Okay, see now I feel like. We're 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 doing some projecting. And uh, you 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 have to look inside yourself sometimes. That was more of a Shrek call out, really, than anything else. Mm. I still stand by what I said. Okay. I don't want to say anything about tigers. You know, I just really was curious on the tiger team naming convention mm -hmm. and how it comes across. Because like, mm -hmm. if I come across the channel as a nobody, as I do normally, mm -hmm. what's a what is a what what is tiger tea? Is that a brand of tea? Mm -hmm. What flavor is this? It's mm -hmm. like black tea. Is this green tea? I think you can really market this idea. Mm -hmm. Would it be black and green tea? Because it's kind of striped. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is there even orange tea, or this could be kind of red tea, but then doesn't that go red tea kind of goes back to black tea? So like, where are we really? You put a lot of thought into this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. <laughs> I've not put any thought into this. This is just classic. Mm -hmm end of the episode shenanigan thing where I ramble on but I find a coherent line of thought that actually makes some sense but you still question it and you're like was this a premeditated bit or did he just come up with some spot how much of this did he write out or like uh, how much of this is just a falsehood what does Raymond really do when he's coming up with these does he you have like a list of them and he's like making notes on them he's like this one was a hit this is a success or he's like, this is terrible, we're never doing this ever again. I'm never bringing this bit back up. It's crazy stuff, you know.
So thank you everyone for listening today. Um, I don't have anything to add. Ray is trying to gaslight me about the tea that I made. Um, that's it. <laughs> for audio listeners, Ray's being really weird right now. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts um (laughs) (laughs) just like out of the blue just do like a super can (laughs) like plug at the end for no reason (laughs) i'm gonna go to spotify uh apple podcasts uh youtube uh which uh i view the podcast on quite a bit (laughs) i'm at least one of the views every big fan huh Nope. Mm, wow. Oof. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> A huge fan. Oh, okay. Saved it. Recovery. I that one down as a note. <laughs>